is yeah. what happens you when you understand. pad with a yep. fucking finale of devastation on the stack, you dumb cunt. Good. Welcome to Magic and Chill Podcast. Magic and Chill Magic and Chill Podcast. This is this is Welcome back, magic enthusiasts, to another captivating episode of the Magic and Chill Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and joining with me is two co-hosts this time, Mark from Sorcerer's Stash and Corey. A.K.A. the Kingdom of the Rats. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's Mark here. In this episode, we'll be steering our conversation in a different direction. We're going to tackle two intriguing topics that have sparked debates in the magic community. Yeah, that's right. Uh, should you buy singles or booster packs? But before we jump into the deep end of the multiverse, let's reintroduce ourselves briefly and remind you of our commander backgrounds. I was born in a barn in the back of a West Malibu house, you see. And as a small child, I would wander the streets and... One particular night, I found a box in a trash can, and contained therein were some cards that I had never seen before. I could not read, and I could not walk properly due to the gangrene that had taken over my left foot. But at that time, the cards were all I had, and I learned to play the game and to speak the language, so it was... It, 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 it was during the Ice Age I started to play the game, and I was a quite big rambunctious. You see, my deck contained every card that I owned. Um, it was a towering behemoth of power. It illuminated strength everywhere throughout the card shop. Uh, I would rarely draw lands, and I would, um, even rarer get to play creatures or spells due to my deck being over 300 cards, but as a beginner player, it was still the world to me. And so you see, that is my origins in the story of uh, Magic the Gathering. Now to my left, Mark, uh, please, well, your background, sir. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Mark, Sorcerer Stash. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing Magic since Ice Age, I think I was saying, um, and then just off and on throughout my life, and now I'm playing Commander. Yes, yeah, same. I've been playing since Mirrodin. Um, I, I didn't come upon a box of cards. Uh, I think, I wonder, I wonder how you found such a large collection. Um, I was foraging but... for food in the trash, and I came across... The box of cards, you see. Uh, it was not a large collection. It was quite small. Um, but it was enough to ignite the fire. Um, I think this might be a good time to hear a word from our sponsors. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So uh, this is Garouk from Garouk's Grocers. So, you know, we strive for excellence in everything that we do here. That's why this week, this week only... We are having a 50% off special on our Colossal Deadmaw Steaks, okay? These things are amazing, okay? They are so tender. They are so delicious. 
and I want you to ignore anything that you heard on the street about them from Ixalan. So those Ixalan bastards have been spreading rumors about me, saying that me, my company, have illegally pillaged our dead maws from their farms. It's absolute bullshit. I have already filed a defamation lawsuit. If I hear one more gold-wearing Ixalan fruit pirate dipshit calling for war crimes against Garruk's grocers, I will rain beasts down upon them so fast they will shit their pirate pants. Okay? I am talking 3-3 trample motherfuckers for days. I will eliminate their bloodline. History will forget them. Their children will have no future. We we are also having a special on fairy milk from Zendikar. So bring your whole family down and um, pick up some food for your family. And uh, from, from mine to yours, uh, um, God bless. Be with. So yeah, that was, um, that was uh, our new sponsor, Garuk's Grocery um, Store. That's a chain. Um, they're sponsoring the podcast now. Um, yeah, and I would, heard they're all across the multiverse. Unbelievable. So, to buy singles or booster packs? Personally, I can't stand buying packs. I uh, I never get anything good. Ever. A um, couple times I got a pack, it had no rares in it. Yeah, my opinion on, on packs. Uh, packs are cool. I think it's a, a gamble. Uh, but I don't know. I just like buying singles. So, the amount I would spend on like a pack or a box i just buy two cards that will just uh you know increase my dex power you know completely raise my blood pressure yes the cards that he chooses are uh always better than Mm -hmm. what i would receive in a pack so i'm gonna have to go with uh mark on this one the kingdom of the rats uh has placed their decision on singles so in this classic debate, on one hand, buying singles allows you to get the exact cards that you need for your deck, saving you time and potentially money. Oh, true. Uh, but there's something undeniably exciting about cracking a booster pack and not knowing what the treasures lie within. Uh, plus, you might discover cards you wouldn't have thought to include, which is some, is some, some truth to that, I guess. Yeah, undeniably exciting. Yeah. Try cracking open a dumpster and finding a box of cards that changes the next 25 years of your life. That's a bit exciting, wouldn't you say? <laughs> what, how are they, what kind of cards were these? Uh, yeah. It was from all different sets, but you see, this is part of my origin story, which is, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Charlie. Um, inside of the box, there was a Maronar. Now, I'm sure... You, uh, our, our patrons might be familiar with that, but it is, it is a rat. It is the kingdom, the king of my kingdom, okay? I am a loyal servant of the Maronar. Um, basically, you know, it's unfortunate I don't have the card in front of me, but to read it for the people who, uh, aren't familiar with it, it's, uh, two black, three colorless, I believe, for a, uh, legendary rat creature. And you can tap it and sacrifice any rat and then put onto the battlefield um, a 1-1 rat equal to the amount of rats that you control. So it's like a Cranko, which is the goblin, where you can tap it and create goblins. a very, very popular goblin commander. It's basically Cranko in black, which is uh, super cool. Black Cranko. And... Um, they're really good, yes. And so essentially, uh, that is my kingdom. 
and I bid you warning if you are to say any malfeasance spoken against this kingdom. But uh, moving well, forward. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to find a card in any pack, I mean, I think everybody would be happy to either have um, the Rat King, um, as you say, or or Krenko. I mean, I think either of those would be good. Another thing I would say is that um, in our pod, someone who I, uh, for now, at least, uh, remained unnamed, says you got to pay to play. And what does that mean, Mark? Uh, it means so that basically... One towel in your bathroom so that you have to let your guests use the same towel that you use to clean your undercarriage. Continue, Mark. Kind of, yeah. It's it's somewhat that, but pretty much uh, pay-to-play means, uh, yeah, you buy the cards to play the game. Make your decks powerful, I think. You can. And so then the person that's willing to sacrifice the most resources and you can say that that person's going to have a really strong deck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you don't want to be coming up to a hyper casual commander table and with uh, just like jank, but some jank decks actually work. So, yeah. What kind of individual forces his guests to clean their hands with the same towel that he uses on his body? The same type of individual that will do what you are talking about now will spend all his money on a powerful deck to crush his friends. Pay to play means you must pay to play at a high level. A high level of ball towel extravagance. I have made a shrine out of the ball towel to remember memories past and the loss of my good friend. The odor is quite powerful, especially <laughs> when the sun hits it through the bathroom window. Um, it, 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 it tears the eyes a bit, but you know, memory and friends is, 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 is above all the most important thing. So I guess the other thing I'll say is, um, you know, there was a time where you... You know, TCG player didn't exist. Um, a lot of these other online uh, retailers didn't exist. Amazon certainly didn't exist. eBay it was probably in its infancy, right? And so where I'm going with this is that these days, if you need a car card, you can go online and buy any any card list, right? Or you can, or now uh, Magic is so popular that you can go to your LGS and, and give them a card list and they would either order it for you or or pull it from their stock. So that didn't exist like when Magic first started, right? And so like I remember having to go to like a comic book store to see one if they had any singles, which they barely had anything. And so you were kind of just buying packs back then or you're just trading among your friends like in the sixth grade, you know? And so the, the kid who had the most money or the best luck would have the cards, right? And back then, I don't remember anybody having a playset. Like, if you had a card, you definitely had one or two of them. You didn't have, like, a full playset yeah. of it. Yeah, the decks, the decks I built when I first started playing Magic, it had, like, one or two guys, a like, couple rares, and, like, 60-card decks, no sleeves. Yeah, that was kind of, like, back in the day. And then you'd only have, like, one... It was kind of like a mini version of Commander FL, because you'd have, like, one one solid guy that would come out towards the end of the game and, like, it would make or break the game, you know? Indeed, right. indeed. I remember foraging for cards through the fields around my house. I uh, found very little. And when I would go to the card store, 
it didn't matter either way because I didn't know shit about magic. Uh, I had no power. I actually remember trading a lotus petal for like a Sarah Angel, which I thought was uh, the greatest deal in the world. And now I find out that it wasn't. And that the yeah. lotus petal to a new magic player might appear to be, you know, not that powerful. But as your wisdom increases in magic, you come to understand that uh, mana producers are some of the most powerful things in the game. To my yeah, I think what. Yeah, I think when we're, we're growing up, like, you choose uh, power over, uh, like, something, a zero-cost artifact that's, like, really good now, but back then it's like, dude, I just want this 5-5 five, five vanilla freaking creature that I could bring out, because that's gonna, that's that's what my deck's all about, creatures, you know? Removal right, wasn't a thing. Well, Sarah Angel will just wreak havoc, because no one had anything to get rid of her, right? Indeed. It was yeah. Faster. So, was it the Dark... Was it the Dark Lord? Is that how I'm to address you? I for, um, it's the Kingdom I, of the Rats, I, sir. Kingdom of the, Sk so, the Skitters Rats. Kingdom, so Kingdom of the Rats. Was yes. there a time where you just thought yeah, you had yeah. inherited... Like, did you know that you, well, you had actually came in possession of a trading card game? Or did you actually feel these were, like, magical... Relics that you came across. To, to, to be quite frank with you, I actually thought it was food at first. I was I was elated because you know I had not eaten and I was I was I was extremely hungry and perilous. And so, yes, after coming to the realization that this was not in fact edible and that the letters and strange wording on them were in pack were in fact a part of some vast world of money and manipulation, I immediately became intrigued. And um, yes, that is when I, I began down my path of foraging for cards and trading away lotus petals for um, useless uncommons. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's how you do it. And that moves on, on to our second topic. So we'll weigh the pros and cons and share our thoughts on the age-old dilemma. Time limits on players' turns. I think we should start with five seconds for each player's turn. That's like so, no. I don't know. I, I think like. Oh, you were going to be against that. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, because you got okay, to so think about when, when it. Mark's turn, I pull out my phone and I start playing Fortnite because I know I can get a couple rounds in before it's going to be my turn again. Yeah. No, it okay, so it depends on the type of deck you're playing. So uh, for me, it's like depending on what I'm playing, the cards that I have in my hand, I got to think, because you what? You're playing with against three players, so your goal is to win, so you want to take out everyone. Well, so you could think during everybody else's turn while you are waiting to go. Yeah. yeah. But I changed my deck styles. I have, like, some fast... I have some fast aggro decks now. <laughs> so, no, I'm yeah, just kidding. I, re I really like playing Magic with you, but, yeah, your turns take a while, big dog. You need to speed that shit up. That's why I want to introduce the fucking yeah. second mark... Meta Mark well, okay, Bill. So, okay, so if we do 10 we're seconds, that probably works. Congress, and the, we're going to get this shit passed. And it's going to be under your name, sir. It's a touchy subject. <clears throat> it's a touchy subject, and we'll explore both sides. On one hand, it can be frustrating to watch someone take ages to take a move. But on the other hand, complex decisions are part of the game's charm. We'll discuss some common sense guidelines for keeping that game moving while preserving the essence of Commander. 
Indeed. Like when I would go to the restroom and have to fight the ball towel while Marcus was over there building a fucking lightsaber. It was uh, quite a time, let me tell you. So there's one situation where somebody is just taking a really long time to make a decision. Maybe they're weighing in how much something costs if they have enough mana, which I think all of those things are reasonable. I think there's another situation where someone buys the new deck, especially if you're like trying to buy a, a pre-con and then souping up that pre-con with more powerful cards. I think they take that newly built deck, they take it to their game, and then they haven't really played the, the deck enough to know its flow and kind of the combinations that they would need to, to play in order to build that particular board. And so they have situations where they're taking back turns or, hey, man, I didn't want to play that in that order. And so then like a lot of times we talk about goldfishing a deck, which means that you would to, to play by yourself, right? You would play the cards in front of you with nobody around and that's called goldfishing. You'd be you'd play, be acting as if you're playing against someone else, but you would be going through drawing mana and playing through the flow of the deck so that you're not learning that deck on game night, wasting everyone else's time because you're still reading your cards. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I could think of, like, every deck I build, I try to goldfish it, and sometimes I don't have time because mostly... If our playgroup plays, it's on a Friday, and then everyone's kind of like, you know, during the week, like, building a new deck or having a deck put together. So time limit based on work and stuff like that, sometimes you don't get to it. So, but, yeah. Yeah, and so then we have another friend, and I think I could say his name because I, I don't think everyone's heard from him, but we have a buddy named Marcus who was building one of those lightsabers, like those really expensive fucking lightsabers that you get from Disneyland. You get at Disneyland, Yeah. It was what, especially like it was like he was like one of the first groups to go to the the Galaxy's Edge, and that lightsaber must have been like what, like three hundred and fifty dollars or something. And he was building it on his turn, and I, dude, it, I feel like we're waiting like twenty minutes for him to go. Or the time he searched his deck for a card he didn't have that was that was gold. So yeah, our buddy Marcus. Uh, was playing his deck and he tutored for something and dude, the guy's taking like forever. And then, you know, me and Jake were like, dude, what are you looking for? He's like, oh, dude, this card's not in my deck. It's like, dude, what the heck? Like, why are you searching your deck for the card that doesn't even exist in your deck? And Kingdom of the Rats, what do you think? I think everybody takes way too long. Honestly, I think of what I'm going to do during everybody's turn. My turn are typically... Honestly, probably about 70% faster than everybody else's turn. Um, but then again, I have like really bad ADD. And uh, I'm like thinking about my turn like really crazy while it's everybody else's turn. And uh, yeah, so I want to move for a five second time limit for each person's turn. No, I think from the last game me and the Kingdom of the Rats played, um, I think I changed the way I play now, like my play style. And, uh, and then since going to, like, MagicCon, like, uh, the games are a lot more different because you're playing with, like, a bunch of different people you don't know. So, yeah, I was, like, thinking of, like, okay, let me look at my cards. What am I going to do? Try to figure out the best way, and then it's pretty much past turn. So, yeah, the Kingdom of the Wrath kind of gave me some pro tips our last uh, Commander game together. All right, so then that moves us on to our last segment, 
Now we got something special for you. We're diving into the world of magic TikToks. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, we searched the depths of the internet to find some of the funniest and most relatable TikToks made by fellow Magic the Gathering players. All right, so obviously we understand that this is not a visual medium. And so I think what I'll do um, is kind of tee up what we're seeing. Uh, I'll play it first. Uh, we'll react to it. And so this first one that we're playing seems like it's a employee at an LGS and he's cleaning the display rack. It looks like the it's the display case with uh, all the sports cards and hockey and all the terrible shit that we're not into. Um, and so he ends up asking him a question. And so I'll go ahead and just I'll go ahead and just play this. Can you guys see this? Okay. Indeed. All right. For anyone who's new at Commander and trying to build a new deck, what would you say? Anything, any tips or advice that you'd say to them to help them? So let me give you three tips. Uh, so number one, have a good mana base. Uh, lay out your deck, really see what the mana costs are. If there's double pips, you want to make sure you can reinforce that. Uh, don't focus too heavily on your local meta. So if you have a bunch of buddies that are playing blue, don't have cards that are exclusively good against blue decks because you're going to end up playing against other people eventually. So it makes more sense to just have a good, well-rounded deck. And then the last one, make sure you have good spot removal. I think that's something that Damn, people this guy just keeps cleaning the same just spot. Have like all Shit, it's really fucking crazy shiny. combos and stuff, but spot removal goes a long way. It might be a boring card, but yeah, I feel like I feel like that's one people always miss the spot removal because oftentimes people will be uh, doing too much with their own deck and not interacting with the board enough. That's so right, yeah, board wipes are great, but like you need to be able to kill individual things every once in a while, and so it's not fun to add them to the deck sometimes because you really want your combo to pop off or whatever you're trying to do. But it is good to have. And you'll Here we go. Thankful. Back. Trust me. Awesome. Thank you, Evan. Okay. So, first off, I'll say that this guy's pretty cool. And he's nothing like the Most employees. Most uh, employees. <laughs> employees yeah. that I've gone to car shops. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, the kingdom of the rats will not communicate with most car shop employees. And so... That is because uh, I have been asked to leave most card shops around me. And so let's unpack what you said. Um, I forget what the first thing he's, in fact, I've already forgotten the whole video. Do you know what he said, Mark? He was giving, he was giving tips on how to build a good deck. And he, the first thing he said was you need a good mana base. That's a good tip. He also said, he said, don't meta build. So like if you have a blue player in your pod, don't put anti blue shit in there and just, you know, build a, a hate deck after your buddy. If you have a blue yeah. player in your pod, kick that asshole out. No, just hey kidding. man, I, I splash blue in my deck. I, I don't know. Uh it depends on the, the group too. Like I I think uh, our play group uh pretty much like we uh just keep on like, you know, popping off like getting the crazy cards I, and uh, you know, I don't know. Like based I on the, guys, I think you guys slot in revenge cards, or like you guys slot in. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That is no. We we are like my I deck think, is uh, specifically built to fight Mark and Jake, and or, only Mark and Jake. No. Well, what? So what I was talking about? Um. Yeah. You we splashing cards based on what we're playing. I think I could. I could think of a game i was playing Marius kagar and kingdom of the rats played uh peer into the abyss and pretty much i counted it with uh teferi's protection because i was going to draw into my deck and play uh thassa's oracle 
and since I played Tavares Protection, I got to draw all these cards but not die, and then I, I think I won that game. And so then the last thing he said was um, spot removal. Um, I think we all, I think everyone we, we play with has like a ton of spot removal. And so I agree with that as well. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Thanks. The problem with Commander Ooh. is Commander lacks creativity. Hi, hello. Semi-new Magic player? Like, I, I've, I've played Magic before. I, I, I've played a Magic quite a bit, but I'm not, like, seasoned. Like, yeah, I get the mechanics, and I understand how to play the card game, and I understand that there's probably a minute, but I don't keep up with it. I'm much more of a Yu-Gi-Oh player than a Magic player, so I guess you should take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. However, in my experience playing Magic so far, I have learned that, if anything, I feel like Commander's probably one of the largest opportunities for creativity. Granted, her video, 100% true. If people are going to want to play decks that win, they're going to build them the same way as everyone else that wins with their deck. They're going to go online, they're going to meta deck, they're going to net deck, whatever, whatever, and they're going to end up making the game not fun for everyone else. However, in a group of people that have decided to do something wacky and zany and completely original with their decks, I, I believe that there's an opportunity for some of the weirdest, funniest, greatest shit that you could possibly think of. I once witnessed one of my friends make another one of my friends mill 107 cards by accident. <laughs> yes, you heard that properly. By accident. Because we're new. We don't understand the meta. We don't understand what we're supposed to wait, run. Wait, we got some cards? minorly modified precons that we picked up. Commander's and we're having a great cards. time so with them. Is he playing, because the thing about Commander like, is that store? it is, is he playing 99 or something? cards card in the main deck. I think he's talking about him and his Yu-Gi-Oh Yu -Oh friends. Yeah, he was... And so, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it, the video started off with... Um, uh, her name's Ashley Christ. She's a... Uh, She's a she's on TikTok. You can look at her videos, and um, she had a. Girl magic a players are the best, aren't they? Let's just let's just have a pause there and just talk about girls that play magic. You're awesome. We need more of you. I know that guys are creeps, but please, just bear with it. Get in there, build some cool decks, because you're awesome. Okay, continue. Right. To my and left. So. And so she had, so this guy's essentially stitching her video and, and she opens up the video with, I don't think there's any room for creativity in commander format. And so then this Yu-Gi-Oh, sounds like this Yu-Gi-Oh player plays some magic, but not a whole lot, but he already has the insight that he believes, to his opinion, the commander does have room for creativity. Nonetheless, there's always going to be those people that just want a net deck and they just want to win or they just want to play... Yeah. <laughs> whatever they perceive to be yeah. the best. Sure, sure, sure. See, well, like, yeah, I, won't I, guess... play, I won't even play cards that I don't like the art on them, which is really weird, I know. But, <laughs> yeah, like, most of the commanders that I play have really cool art, and all of the cards that I choose have really cool art. And, like, if there's a good card and it just doesn't look good and I don't want it on my battlefield i'll find a substitute for it or i just won't run that direction with that card because i don't know it's kind of a visual thing for me and i don't care about winning i rarely do anyways so yeah i, I, can, I would i, I, I would second 
Oh, I was going to say, I would second. Um, I really like the art treatments as well. And it's the best. And, and then I think about say... old magic too. Think about the amazing quotes under there on like the 90s one and stuff there. Yeah. You're so special. I remember I went through this phase when I was playing with you guys and I would read the flavor of every single card I would play. That was like maybe by the first turns. And then after a couple beers, I wasn't reading anything. And then I wasn't even keeping track of anything either. And then, you know, the game snowballs from there. But um, yeah, the flavor of the cards like really teleports you to a magic place. It's so cool. I love the flavor language and the art and lame art. Get out of my deck. Mark can have those yeah. cards for his meditation. I, I, um, I was gonna. Last thing I was gonna say is I think that's the sole reason why I played Thraxa Mundar. I just thought, oh, that's so funny you said rad. that. That's one of my favorite yeah. arts I have. But are you talking about the Secret Lair one? Yeah. Well, Whoa. I think the bigger layer one's cool too. Yeah, that shit is so good. You know what I want to do? I want to feed that image through um, Mid Journey, the AI art maker, and make some art for my metal band because I love that. That is like the sickest looking card ever. But he's so terrible. He's garbage. Build him, and I'll crush you, dude. It's he's trash. He's too expensive. The ability's not enough. But someone did whip my ass one time with him. He who shall not be named. Fucking um, smash I, me. I don't I don't know. My opinion on the like building so I'm just I think I'm just too lazy to like I'll just like look for the cards for the deck. And like I like to win, but I just wanna have a very structured deck. So I'm like all for like not in a sense, yeah, it is net decking, but I like to take like what's the average of percentage of people that play that card is like like yeah. I'm for I guess more uh, tribal or just like themes I would like to play with like knights or vampires but um yeah I'm not like the art's cool and all that that stuff but I guess the construction of the deck and how it's built and how it synergizes that's kind of what I go for when I play magic um I'm just too lazy to like I'm just gonna look for the card dude like okay here these are the the top oh, twenty man. cards I, I, I bet your deck has my... all the same lands in it too huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you. Yeah, you didn't I tell you the, 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 Yeah, I, ha you have, you, I have to. You, it's you weird. have to have matching lands. Yeah, it's weird when you have different. I've seen your deck. You have like 80,000 different lands. I have one of every different land. Yeah. I have one of every different land, and I do it purposely to piss Mark off. And then, and then I, I, I specifically have six of each. Like if I play a uh, like a three-color deck, I'll have specific <laughs> like six of each of the dual lands. Cause it just makes sense, and then I I run an oh. average of like thirty six to thirty seven. You know, when you build a deck, you build it a certain way. There's a certain amount of like I thought, spells yeah. you want. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. psychological warfare with him. I want him to look over at my mat and see that none of the lands match, <laughs> and he just starts sweating. He freaking unbuttons a couple this... off of his his fucking coat, yeah. and he starts drinking a little more water and eating some more vegan snacks and. This guy over here, this meta mark guy over here, beach ball tactics yeah. coming for you. I also, thought, also, I th T, yeah. I thought what you were saying <laughs> yeah. is that he was matching the plane of his commander on his lands. So if his commander was for a, a certain oh, plane. Oh, God, if he does that, he needs medication. You need medication. No, I think I, I did that with, uh, I think that Sadar Jabari deck. Like, I just got the lands from that set. But, uh, got, yeah, like that. Ed, okay, so for like, I'm going to get the yeah. vampire lines For Edgar, yeah, Edgar Markov, that. dude, it makes sense, right? Like, you have to have no, it on theme, yes. right? Okay, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's keep going. So this yes, next man. video, Why I that? think everyone, everyone has seen I now. 
I think. It's got like I have not seen any of these. Okay. I'm gonna play it. Deeds no introduction. You'll get exactly what, what's going on Whoa. as soon as you hear it. No, this is yeah. what happens you when you understand. path with a yep. fucking finale of devastation on the stack, you dumb cunt. Good. Cause you don't know so what you don't know how that this works. You don't know how the fucking stack Bark. works. You stupid it. fucking piece of shit. I don't. Know. You want to be a fucking judge? That's me. That's me. You don't know how the stack works. You stupid fucking piece of shit. No, you said you dude. This kid should play in my band. What does his shirt say? Pet abilities? No, that's not how this fucking works. You can't say I have finale of devastation on the stack. Oh, well, in response, I have This guy's on the spectrum. What the fuck do you mean? You only have He's so many high level magic. His friend's leaving. Like, go suck a his friend's done. His friend's gonna go wash his hands, use the ball towel, and dip. That, that's totally Marcus right there. Look at him. Look who puts that deck away like that. Did you see that? Basic fucking stack interactions work. Oh shit. The skinny guy needs to watch it because this other guy will drop him. Like in real life, I'm not talking about in magic dueling. He's throwing, look at him, he's puffing his chest. No he wants to fight him. He looks like he's, he's throwing up gorilla arms, dude. And the other guy is three of them. They must be close if you watch, friends. If you watch those TikToks, they're so funny. Like, they, they always do that. Like every game I watch, back on the wall sideways. You guys see that? So he's got CDs on the wall sideways. He's got like those two, those plastic racks. That What's hold, up? Like, 50 CDs. I don't know, man. Out? You think so? You think he has it like that on purpose, like, or or he just okay? A couple options. Either he does it like that on purpose because he's like, oh, this is cool. Mother sideways, like, fuck you. Second option, he raged out one time fighting his friend and threw his arm up or something and just smashed him, bashed his hand open, and then just never corrected it. He's got some feng shui stuff going on too because the connect uh, er fucking gun is like just perfectly in alignment with them I, you can, I'd raise you can you also see, see you can also see the the top of like what looks like a bong on the bottom right and the lighter Appreciate that that. A oh. wow yeah. look how close it is to his yeah. chair how many times do you think he's broken his bong look if he sits down right now yeah. that thing's toppling over yeah. This guy's right, floor is just filled with broken glass and bong water, and then cards that he's thrown at his friend. I want to play with this guy. Can we contact him and get him on the show? <laughs> those dude, those dudes are funny. Man. I love them. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, shit. I don't remember. If it happened, then I must have suppressed it in my mind because I don't remember getting this, um, an animated over. Oh my god, me, Mark, Jake, and oh. Dave would get this oh. bad every game. One of us, at least dude, one of us. Dude, every game. No, yeah, Especially we, me. dude, I would... I have two, if I have two beers in me, every turn is like this, Charlie. Are you kidding me? Oh, man, God. I would, I would get... Playing magic with us is like going to Rome in the fucking Colosseum. It's it's a blood yeah, it's, it's really, it's really heck I will choke, yeah, I know. I will choke you out with your ball towel. Do you understand me? The only thing you will smell will but... be musty ball as it fucking goes dark, and then I steal your finale of Devastation because that card's expensive, and you don't understand how the stack works, so you don't deserve Just to own it anyway. Not that, not that expensive. I it's think, like, I think there was dude, a it's like time close where... right now. Dude. 
Yeah, I think Marcus was playing that that Rhino commander that summons like a hundred rhinos every turn. Well, right? I never got something big against Marcus, but you guys yeah. always said yeah. that I would like Marcus. Had... So I just Dude, took his, his place. That deck was just, oh, that deck was crazy. He had so, so much he had, like he had, he had all like the shit season. in there. He had the doubling season better than me at Magic. Which is unfortunate. Rats are really not a strong tribe. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I just like. You know, I'm into metal just, and it's black and swamps, and I'm like, okay, this is my thing. But you know, I, you know, no, you, you can know go infinite with them. You have that that one thing that untaps a dude, go infinite, and then just, yeah, there's some combos you could do All with right. them. Okay, I, I've got a, got a good topic for everybody. Um, I want to hear an opinion. I want to hear from you guys. So we'll start with MetaMark first. So MetaMark, your top three. Um, artifact equipments okay and now the question isn't for like a specific deck think of it as this say for the rest of your magic plane career you could only have these artifact enchantments these three so if you don't pick swift foot boots or lightning grease then you can never play with either of those ever again so, oh, so what so i and this, this, this is just off the top of your head here, too. You, know, you don't really have a lot of time to think about it because uh, this this question wasn't prepared for you guys. So what is your top three artifact equipment? Oh, artifact equipment? Uh, sword yeah. of Fire Nice, uh, Sword of the Black and White one, and then uh, Argentum Armor. So this, the two Which swords. Argentum Armor? Uh, Argentum Armor is pretty much like it gives the creature 6-6 six, six and it gets, uh, I could destroy like a target permanent or something like that. How, so, well, that must be a massive mana cost. What is that? Uh, it's, it was in Scar, it's in Sc the Scars of Iridium block, Argentum Armor. It's like a, it was like a card. It's like cost six to come out, but you could cheat it out. Oh, so, so. It's, it's big mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably, yeah. wow. Okay, so uh, cool. Like, Char, like, your, your top three artifact equipments. What do you got, big dog? And Lightning Greaves is one of them, or no? You can. Just the top three, the three that you would only play with for your life. So Mark essentially just chose three equipments that are very attack-based. So he has no yeah. evasion for his commanders or for his creatures. He has... Well, well the um, swords have I forget what people can do. They, they, they get no, protection sword, from two colors. Yeah, that, sword, that's true. Sword of Fire and Ice, Sword of Fire and Ice, and then Sword like he got no Shadow Shroud so. and no... Um, yeah. All right, so yeah. I would but they say... Give me shroud. Lightning... I would say Lightning Greaves, probably one of the Dark Steel, uh, so probably Dark Steel Plate. Okay. For the indestructibility. I, I uh -huh. think it's like a... Two. That's one of my favorite ones, too. So for people who don't know, Dark Steel Plate is like, uh, I think it's three mana to come out, two to equip and target creature gains indestructible, which now it can only okay. be removed with exile. I would say probably sword clamp, right? Because that needs to be equipped. What sword? Right? Uh, which one? Skull clamp? Skull clamp? Oh, oh, good choice. Skull clamp. You know, you know when they were designing skull clamp? You know when they were designing skull clamp, it was originally plus one, plus one, and then when the creature dies, uh, it yeah. gets... Um, you draw two cards, but they thought it was too powerful, so they made it plus one, minus one, and it in inadvertently made it like one of the most powerful, more powerful in right. the game. Yeah, you it's not a one-on-one -on -one creature. Right now, you can actually kill creatures, but at that time, like they didn't have like crazy token creation or crazy one-one creation like they have now. 
So it's interesting how like an older card will evolve into such a powerhouse. And then of course they have to reprint it and blah, blah. Yeah. I didn't know Both that. Pretty solid choices, well, boys. Yes. Sword of what Fire and Ice. Yours? Dude. Yeah. What are yours, uh, Rat King? It's going to be Sword of the Animist. It's going to be Manderplate. And it's going to be Lightning Greaves. Because I just think the Shroud and the zero equip cost is just phenomenal. Uh, you can move it around to other people. And uh, the Sword of the Animist is a good uh, land bringer. And you don't have to, I, th I, I believe, um, you don't have to do damage. It's just when you attack, you get to search. Uh, and then the Commander Plate is just ridiculous. Cut color uh, protection from every color that's not in your Commander um color sphere which is basically running mono black which is my favorite decks um it gave gives me color protection from everything and a nice boost so yeah those would probably be my three but um the ones that you guys chose are definitely on my list just just not as high up there i love skull clamp too but it just doesn't make the three because then i've got evasion i've got attack boost with land draw and then i've got um even more evasion with with some boost so and with that, we've reached the end of another magical episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the topics we discussed today. Yeah, thanks for joining us on the Magic and Chill podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Threads, Instagram, YouTube. And if you want to join our thriving Discord channel, the link is right in the podcast description. Feel free to go to magicandchill.com. Check out the new website. So if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends, family, and playgroup. We'd greatly appreciate your support. Until next time, keep shuffling those decks, and may your planeswalkers be full of epic battle. What? What? Magic and chill Magic and chill This is... This is... And that wraps up another enchanting episode of Magic and Chill. We hope you've had as much fun as we have exploring the fascinating world of magic, the gathering. Don't forget, fellow planeswalkers, you can stay connected with us by following our social media accounts on TikTok, Threads, Instagram, and YouTube. All the links can be found in the description of this podcast. And for even more magic, consider joining our vibrant Discord channel, where you can chat with fellow listeners, share deck ideas, and dive deeper into the world of magic. Before we go, we have a humble request for you, our amazing listeners. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared Magic and Chill with your friends, family, and your playgroup. Your support helps us continue to bring you the content you love. Until next time, keep shuffling those decks. May your draws be ever in your favor, and always remember to keep it salty.